So, Marco, you were in France? Yes. Where in France? I lived in Paris. I studied at Sciences Po. I was in the 13th arrondissement. How much French did you actually learn? Can you speak it fluently now? Un petit. Can you do the entire episode in French? No. Why not? Pourquoi I don't speak French? Ah, that's upsetting. But you know who does speak French? Who? The characters and call me by your name. Welcome to Fresh Films. We're a podcast devoted to reviewing films that are in theaters right now in Evanston. I'm Marco Carlano, and with me today are David Gordon. Hello. And Elliot Kronzberg. Hi. So today we're going to be talking about Call Me By Your Name, uh, the newest film by Luca Guadagnino, I think is how you pronounce his name. So this film is about a Italian-American teenager living in Italy in the 1980s with his father, who's kind of an archaeologist, anthropologist. This grad student comes to stay with him, and he develops a love affair with the grad student. And just to say, the student is played by Timothy Chalamet, and the grad student is Army Hammer. And with a very special supporting role, we have Michael Stuhlbog as the dad. So, what did you guys think of Call Me By Your Name? This was a very anticipated film for me, and I think that it met those expectations. Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet did a great job as these two lovers who managed to be very subtly flirty and very passionate. Yeah, a lot of good moments are when Army Hammer is flirting with Timothy... What's his name? How do you call him? Chalmay. Okay. I'll just call him Timothy. For example, at one point, he just walks up to him and just starts rubbing his shoulder while they're both not wearing shirts. And I'm like, wow, that is very forward. Because I thought it was going to be a twist that they were gay, actually. So it just took me by surprise. Yeah, that's something I really liked about the film, was that at first you you get these not-so-subtle hints, like the the shoulder rubbing, and Timothy is kind of a little confused. He thinks at first that Army Hammer's character doesn't like him because he's he's kind of cold, but then he does these really forward kind of actions, and then sort of without any grand machinations, Timothy Chalamet's just like, I've got something to tell you, and Army Hammer knows, and right after they kind of begin this this love affair and it's really beautiful sure people probably have concerns about the age gap within the film timothy chalmay is supposed to be like 17 and army hammer is supposed to be in his early 20s it might seem kind of weird especially in this day and age but i don't know in the back of my head i knew that was the case but i kind of like fell in love with their love, and it was amazing. What led you to do that, to have that experience of falling in love with their love? What made this film so beautiful? Well, so Timothy Chalamet's character, I expected him to be, like, really grown up, Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, I thought, having seen Timothy Chalamet in a couple supporting roles, I thought he'd be full of himself, but, like, he was just a kid. He did, like, these awkward or were kind of cringy things sometimes. He he kind of threw fits and not little kid fits, but moody teenager fits. And it was it was just 
like so realistic. Not that this film is all about gritty realism, it's definitely not, but I don't know, there were just these little touches about the character that I not only related to, but I think that you don't really find them a lot in these sorts of films, even coming-of-age films. And I'll say this for Army Hammer, too. He has effortless charisma. He's, like, magnetic throughout. You see him dancing numerous times, and you just want to dance with him. He has this presence of slacker cool, but something deep down simmering. There's this desire to be with Timothy Chalamet's character. That it's both has this sense that he's this charismatic person, but you also get that sense that he is also insecure and has multitudes to his personality as well. Call me by your name and I'll call you by mine. Another thing I think that adds this winning chemistry is the way that the film portrays them. This film is very much in love with both Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer's bodies. There's a lot of loving takes of how their bodies are sculpted. There's pretty on-the-nose comparison to sculptures at one point. Yeah, there's a big focus on their bodies. And some could argue that this is a gratuitous, but I think it's trying to emphasize the physicality. And by focusing and fixating on the physical between them, it amplifies their spiritual connection and their love. What's really interesting about the the focus on, on bodies is that I read that in the original screenplay by James Ivory of Merchant Ivory fame, he had a lot of truly gratuitous uh, nudity, and the director cut all of it out. Even though we're always seeing like their chests and their legs, you never see their genitals. Even the most graphic sex scenes are graphic not because you're seeing these kind of explicit body parts, but just because you're seeing something you don't usually see in mainstream films. That highlights another interesting aspect of the film. The director manages to portray a relationship without fetishizing it, which is a problem that films like Blue is the Warmest Color run into when the film just seems to have random sex scenes that are drawn out in order to portray the connection between the two characters but this film chooses to be a little more subtle. The director himself identifies as gay, and I think he really understands the need for sensitivity in how you portray the sensuality between these two characters, how there has to be a level of eroticism to how their relationship is, but it can't be exploitative, or else it becomes kind of Euro-trash. Now, we focused a lot on Army Hammer and Timothy Chalamet, but there's a lot of other great supporting characters too. A special highlight is Michael Stuhlbog as the dad, who, for the most part, is kind of an ancillary character, but he has a very powerful monologue at the end that's performed with warmth and knowledge that wraps the themes up very well and should make him a contender for Best Supporting Actor, although I doubt he will get it. I think we've discussed each character's relationship with one another, but moving away from that a little bit is the character's relationship to the audience and the camera. Because each character uses sunglasses in a very simple way to show their connection to one another. For example, Army Hammer and Timothy Charlemagne 
they wear sunglasses and talk to each other when they're not being serious or honest with one another. And then they very quickly remove those sunglasses in moments when they're being sincere. That's a really nice and simple way to show character intentions. And similarly, the camera does the same thing with placing characters behind certain objects. For example, when Timothy is about to confess his feelings to Army Hammer, Timothy walks in the foreground while Army Hammer walks behind a fountain or monument of some kind, and that obscures him from the camera, which is good because that parallels his relationship to the audience because the audience already knows Timothy's feelings towards Army Hammer from previous scenes, but they aren't sure of Army Hammer's feelings for Timothy. So we don't know their extent, the extent of Army Hammer's feelings until they meet up at the end of the monument and both are viewable by the audience once again. So that's a lot of really subtle things with blocking and cinematography that I think work really, really well in this film. Going forward on that with the cinematography in general, the cinematography is not flashy per se, but it has a lot of great touches to it. That scene you described is shot in one take for at least like a good eight to ten minutes. Eight to ten minutes? Holy shit. Was it actually eight to ten minutes? Yeah, I mean, it it, it was probably probably like a roll, I'm guessing. Damn, very impressive. Okay, please continue. There's like a very long shot of them just riding bikes outside of the frame of the camera, which is very beautiful. There's also like a few times when the film gets manipulated for effect. One time when Timothy Chalamet's character is pondering his feelings. The film gets kind of blurry and a little messed up to enhance that sense of isolation. Well, let's go a little further than that. I feel like it has more to do with reminding the audience that this is an idealized portrayal of reality that can't last rather than really showing isolation. But I'm curious what you guys have to think on that matter. I mean, I definitely think they're idealized because the love story is just, it's like too good to be true. And you think at times like, oh, something's got to break this. But when it's not broken, realize that, that the relationship in the film is so amazing. It's portraying this idealized first love that one, you can't find in reality, and two, even the characters will never really be able to replicate it with other people. As Michael Stuberg says towards the end of the film. A final thing I want to note is the importance of music in the film. Timothy Chalamet's character is a musical prodigy. He transcribes music and he plays a lot of different types of music throughout. We also have a few key songs. Three Sufjan Stevens songs get played throughout the film. Two in the film, one in the credits. The Sufjan Stevens song capture the sense of intimacy while also you hear like comparisons to mythology that make the story seem more idealized and mythic than it appears at first. The music picked for it has a very pertinent effect. move into our final thoughts on the film. Who would like to go first? This was one of my favorites of last year. I think that it portrays 
romance with a subtle care while also a recognition that it's idealized too and i think it could become a new classic in lgbt cinema i would really recommend this film it has one of the most sensitive portrayals of love i've seen in a while i think it has great music it has very subtle cinematography, and I would personally recommend it to anyone interested in seeing a very beautiful film. Elliot, what did you think about it? I loved Call Me By Your Name so much. I, I thought the performances were fantastic, especially Timothy Chalmay, who I had only really seen in a couple supporting roles. I knew about Michael Stuhlberg, Army Hammer, but Timothy Chalmay just portrays this this teenager who's kind of in a million different worlds at once so well and of course Sufjan Stevens music I really loved its inclusion especially Mystery of Love which I think was in the trailer for it I recognized the song immediately and I got so excited when it was on and it's been stuck in my head for almost a week I don't know whether this film will go down as a classic, but I know it's one of my favorite films ever, and I'm just so, so glad that, that someone made it, even though I didn't even know I wanted it until it was right there. So I would recommend it to everyone, from children to grandmothers, though both children and grandmothers probably will not understand all of it. I know my own grandmother was a little confused when she saw it. David, what what are your thoughts? Cool. So my thoughts on this film are that this film works in very simple ways that aren't exactly subtle, aside from the subtle interactions between Army Hammer and Timothy, the younger boy. However, the cinematography and the lush landscapes work really, really well to highlight and amplify the performances, which also are very effective in portraying two gay lovers. So this film functions successfully in every single category. And not only that, it functions successfully in creative ways. So this film consistently had my attention. And not to mention the beautiful long takes that we already discussed and the musical aspects. I don't know, this film just is perfect in every way. So I would recommend it to pretty much everyone. So yeah, those are my thoughts. I'm Marco Carlano. And I'm David Gord. And I'm Elliot Kronsberg. This has been Fresh Films from NBN Audio. You can find us online at northbynorthwestern.com under the audio section. We're also on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for the use of Mystery of Love by Sufjan Stevens. Just watch. This is how we'll say goodbye to us when the time comes. Later. <laughs> Meanwhile, we'll have to put up with him for six long weeks.